Jim Shoemaker, Nathan Powell, and Chris Purcell are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc., securities dealer, member FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Latrice McClinn is a registered representative. Welcome to the Variety Hour, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mind. I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff. I swear I can't get enough. Welcome to Talk Money. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. Good morning and welcome to Talk Money. Talk Money is about insurance, stocks, bonds, retirement, and estate planning. Talk Money is everything financial. Our guests bring their insights and perspectives about their topics of expertise. Stocks extended their run again. Investors wonder how it's going to end. The style, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, is of course something you follow every day, which is knocking on the door of 25,000 milestone. Earlier has notched its seventh, 70th record close of 2017. And that's to break a calendar year that stood, you know, the record that stood since 1995. And it's on track for the longest streak of money ga- monthly gains in nearly 59 years. That's according to the National Bureau of Economic Research. I mean, it's just been growing and growing and growing, of course. Everybody says, how's it going to end or when's it going to end? Eh, maybe not Maybe not this week. Let's just kind of let it go. Remember, keep your politics, of course, as I always say, out of your investments. One of the biggest things we look at, one out of three Americans, listen to this, 33% live in, you know, just four states. Now, what are those four states? Most of you would guess it. California, Texas, Florida, and New York. The four states with some, they have 107, almost 107.5 million citizens. At the end of 2016, and that's of our nation's population of 323.1 million. That's according to the Census Bureau. So four very big states when it comes to population. Only 36% of all jobs in the United States, according to the Department of Labor, require an education beyond high school. That's a good point to keep in mind. Does everybody need to go to college? Only 36%, one out of three, basically, need to have that college education to get a job. That's kind of a important statistics from the Department of Labor. Well, today's program, my guest is Chris Purcell and Nathan Powell. We're going to talk about identity theft and what are the, some of the things when it happens when someone uses your personal information. That's like your Social Security number. And it files and take every time to use your dollars and begin to do things that they want. That's identity theft. You need to figure out how do we avoid that? Because with all the things you've been doing, Christmas shopping, ordering online, you're susceptible, so but it gave you some ideas of how to avoid that. In the second half of the program, Chris Purcell and Nathan Powell also will help me understand some ideas around retirement. And now that it's January coming up, what are we going to do? What's the thought for your retirement planning? And what are the differences that you find if you're a different generation? When I talk about retirement planning, people think it's over at 65 or older. No, I'm talking about 25 to 35. What are you going to be doing? From the baby boomers to the millennials, it's about retirement planning. Well, you're listening, of course, to Talk Money. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is The Voice, KWAM 990 and FM 107.9. This is Talk Money. If you have questions you'd like to have answered on the program, email them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this.
Here's Mid-South weather from News Channel 3 Severe Weather Center. Brought to you by the Crescent Club. Hosting the people and ideas that moved Memphis forward for nearly 30 years. Poplar and I-240. Call for a free tour at 901-684-1010. Getting into some sunshine after we see a few clouds today. Your News Channel 3 forecast. Highs in the lower 40s. Southerly winds about 5 miles an hour. Partly cloudy for tonight. Low temperatures dropping to the mid-upper 20s. Southerly winds continue. And for Saturday, mostly sunny with high temperatures returning back to the mid-upper 30s. The 2018 associate memberships are available for purchase at Wedgwood and North Creek. Two championship courses under one grade membership. Call Wedgwood 662-895-7490 to sign up today. With a look at your latest WREG-TV News Channel 3 Severe Weather Center forecast, I'm meteorologist Austin Onik. Stay tuned for much more coming up on The Voice, FM 107.9 and AM 990. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Oh, hi. Do you know what this is the sound of? It's the sound of me getting rewarded for doing my part to prevent wildfires. See, right now I'm getting a big, remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Oh, thanks, big guy. And now we're shaking. Okay. First, I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. Hey, Smokey, let me down for just a second. I need to make sure everyone can hear this. Uh, there we go. <laughs> then, when we were packing up to leave, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, and then made sure to feel it if it was cold. Oh, Smokey Bear really loves it when you do that, don't you, Smokey? Oh, he lets his hugs do the talking. Visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, alright. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. 
Are you aging? Well, I am. This is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm. As we age, our concerns and needs change. An updated estate plan will give you peace of mind regarding your family and your future. Your will is about your wishes and not always about your wealth. What are your wishes? Please call us at 901-843-2760 or visit us at thebaileylawfirm.com. Again, this is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm telling you that today is the youngest you will ever be. Let us help you with your estate planning, elder law, and probate needs, it's what we do. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results, research, investment advice, or a recommendation to purchase or sell a security. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investment will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than originally invested. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Talk Money is brought to you in part by the Bailey Law Firm, estate planning, elder law, and probate. Planning for all generations. We thank Mac Bailey and his team for what they do for Talk Money and supporting of us at uh, Shoemaker Financial. And again, thank them for a, a great year in 2017. Well, my guests, Nathan Powell and Chris Purcell. Now, we're talking about that problem that some of you need to be sensitive to because you did some shopping online, you did some shopping in some stores here, and maybe you didn't quite protect that credit card or maybe in the use of something you just, and someone may have, you know, stolen your identity. It happens when someone uses your personal information, like your social security number, and files a fake return in your name to collect the refund, that's one thing that you've got to look at. Or according to a government accountability office, there's a the whole idea about scammers, you know, filed over 5 million fraudulent returns. That's a problem. But maybe you don't realize that it happened because it happened in December and you don't really feel it until sometimes next year. That's the problem. So you need to pay very close attention. Guys, Nathan, Chris, welcome to the program. Thanks. Glad, glad to be here. Happy to be here. Let me talk with you, Nathan. Let's start with this. Sure. How exactly is someone going to lose that? I mean, how does someone someone steal that identity? Sure, man. It, and it's not hard. And to kind of go back to what you said earlier, I mean, now kind of our next big date coming up is going to be filing taxes and getting things right. like that. So when we look at what we've done for Christmas shopping and, you know, online shopping, and, and I'm always amazed at how easily you know, websites ask for information like your social security number, like your date of birth, which are really the only two items that someone needs to steal your identity to. That doesn't mean that they're, you know, going around and masquerading as you, but they could go online, they could open up accounts in your name, bank accounts, they could shop, run up, you know, debts, open just basic email accounts and, you know, shoot out spam email as you. I mean, there's kind of no limit to, you know, how this can affect someone's life. You know, that happened to me back uh, probably as long as even 20 years ago. And it was amazing. Um, and how I discovered it was someone literally, I got a contact. And now I now I really do watch this very carefully. Yeah. I got a contact from someone that says, you're, you're trying to buy a car in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> and I, I was not. I mean, I, not even close. Sure. And someone opposing as me using my credit to, you know, my my numbers. And we never did figure out exactly how they had been able to do that. It's unbelievable. But I had to begin to pay attention. And really, within two months, even though we began to put some pressure and stop and put all, everything on credit watch and did all that, right. the problem was someone tried to buy a house in Houston, Texas. You're so it didn't me. stop. You know, it just continued. And we really finally ended up just saying, okay, all credit goes away. Mm-hmm. And so for literally 10 years, I did not use credit. And uh, that now has, you know, finally it's beginning, but I've had to completely change a few things. And so it happens much faster. Just this year, I've had charges on three credit cards that I didn't do. And Chris? Yeah, I I recently in the last month got a call from a gentleman masquerading as a computer company and saying, hey, you bought a computer this year. We've noticed that your email is sending out, you know, emails to other people for advertisements. We need you to to get online, get us access to your computer, and we can fix this for you. And so not only was he going to gather up all my information, he was going to charge me to do it. Uh, (laughs) And of course, I called him early, but, you know, it was most people will get worried when they hear that and they scare you first. 
And you think, oh no, I've got to do something. I've got to do something. And then the next thing you know, you're handing over, you know, bank, uh, bank account numbers, you're handing over uh, social security numbers, and you're giving complete access to your computer. And the next thing you know, they've got everything they need. You know, I was working one early one morning, a Saturday morning, and you're talking about that. And I'm, I'm in the middle of working on something. This was like five o'clock in the morning, just, just pouring over tons of data and stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a little icon popped up and said, you've been hacked or you've been uh, whatever it was. And, and right. I thought, and he said, but if you click, click here, we'll take care of it for you. And you know, I really moved the mouse over and went. I went natural reaction, yeah, natural right? Reaction. I want to fix this. I want to fix it, and then I, I went. Well, time out, time out. You know, and it, if I hadn't have said time out, you're exactly right. My computer would have been taken over, you know, by someone. But it was so simple. Here I am, five o'clock in the morning, working, and it didn't. It just and the natural instinct was let's let this get this fixed quickly. I know of a person who did that one night working. And you clicked on, and it. Uh, he finally realized that it was a sham after two problems, and he paid him twice. Ooh. And uh, you know, then he realized this was just simply they were completely destroying his computer, and they did. They completely got all of his data, so mm-hmm. he literally it fell apart. So, all right, with that in mind, guys, I want to start. How can you protect yourself? How can you protect yourself from identity theft? Sure. I mean, the 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 basic thing to do, rule of thumb number one is to shred important documents, right? I mean, anything that could be a bank statement, old, you know, checks, anything, anything like that. that could, anything that has an identity that, number. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, people often, you know, don't, don't think about this, but even if you have information about your children, because, I mean, it's very easy for us to go and find our credit reports and look at it, but if we're not protecting the identities of our children, you know, somebody could steal their identity and you won't know for 10, 15 years down the road when they start to actually need credit and go to, you know, buy that car or put a down payment on a house or go for a mortgage, something like that, that, oh my goodness, 10, 15 years ago, we had no idea. And somebody took the identity of one of our children. That's, that is, that happens and a that lot happens more than you would realize. Lot, yeah. Absolutely it does. Do you feel like that when you start shredding things and, you know, I guess my, my thought is, if I'm going to get that phone call, you know, there was a period of time here, and it still happens, and as we move into the 20, you know, you're going to have the, the new tax law, the tax reform bill, that you got all of a sudden, did I do this right or that? And then right. you're going to have that call. <laughs> I mean, what would you tell the person who gets the call from IRS? Yeah, well, first off, the IRS is going to send you a letter. Yeah. They're, they're not going to be hounding you on the phone and using, you know, scare tactics to try to you know, get anything that, that might be due. They're going to communicate with you first by letters. If you have not received a letter, hang up. Hang up. That would be my advice. Okay. Well, now, you know, they also, this whole idea that uh, they try to get information by phone, email, even using social media. Uh, but literally, guys, what about the idea of them calling and saying, um, we're going to get you arrested or something from a non-payment? You know, in... in- what what if you do hang up right and it was the irs it's not going to be that big of a problem why you know if you feel at all that something's off and a lot of times everything seems just about perfect but there's just one thing one glaring little mistake that you can pass over um if you feel something's off in your gut hang up the phone pick the phone back up and then call the irs knowing a number that you know is secure that you can call and talk to someone and that you feel confident about. So if if you feel that you're being scared into something, that's usually a red flag of time out, let's assess the situation, and let's go from there. So take a deep breath. And Absolutely. I love that idea. And that's even if it's, if it's IRS, that's pretty obvious. But if it's even a credit card company who's calling you, hang up, and then you call back. There's always a number on the back of your card. You call back to that number. And uh, and start a conversation from that standpoint because my wife got a call like that one time. Nathan, you were going to talk, say something. That's fine. I was going to talking about the, the the credit card thing. I mean, Chris and I both have had this happen. You know, it happens usually two times a week. You get a phone call from a number that looks very similar to yours. Oh like my Maybe goodness. just a couple numbers yeah. are different, so you think you would recognize it. You pick it up, and someone says they're calling from the, you know, credit card awareness something, and there's a problem with one of your credit cards, and you know. They want you to give them access, give them your information. And I mean, that is happening almost in a turnkey fashion. And people need to really be aware of that. I know you were telling me earlier that demanding payment over the phone is never a credit card company. They're always, it's a scammer. Yeah. If they're demanding payment over the phone, 
buyer beware, take a step back, take a deep breath. Just don't don't go there. Stop, make the phone call to the credit card company, get some money. I actually had a credit card company, this Linda and I were talking about this. She had someone to call and started that deal, and she called back, and she actually gave them a hard time wanting to make verify that they were really the people that you should sure. be talking to. And that's, to. that's the exact attitude you have to have. Right. You have to be vigilant in that uh, this is your stuff. Yeah. This is your money, and people, hackers are very creative these days. Very creative. You know, so many times people give out their Social Security number not thinking, you know, it, they, I'm not saying we're careless with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you go through, and what I tell people is giving out your Social Security number is literally taking a billboard out and plastering it somewhere. It's true. You, you just need to be careful who you give it to. And nine times out of a ten, there's going to be this, well, what's the last four digits? There's nothing wrong with that. Just be careful that you don't give out that type of information or your date of birth, as you as you mentioned, yeah. those two very, very important. You get those two combinations, and that's a recipe for having your identity stolen. Yeah, I mean, for certain things, you're going to have to use it. You're buying a house. You're getting a mortgage. You know, you're opening up, starting a bank account. Things like that, You're it's okay. You're going to have to use it. But if you're ordering a, a kite offline or, or a new <laughs> baking set, there's no, there's no need to give away that Social Security number for exactly. that. Exactly. Now, you talked about earlier, too, that, uh, you know, just always visit the official website. Always mm-hmm. make sure that you're looking at something that says this is the real deal, not and something that somebody is sending. Never take anybody's word for granted. Uh, I, you know, we talk about clicking on websites earlier. You may get an email that says go to this IRS website, and it may look exactly perfect, but there's That's one right. thing off that. And they're going to mirror the IRS website. Go to what you know is the IRS website instead of clicking on something that's going to take you to it. When we come back, I want to talk about when you have to get rid of the old phone or the old computer. I mean, all of us got new computers for Christmas or maybe a new phone or whatever. The reality is, what do you do? Because you've got a ton of data that's hanging in that old phone or old computer. What do you do about that? If you just tuned in, my guest, Nathan Powell, Chris Purcell, we're talking about identity theft. I mean, it's just something that happens, and we understand it, so we're trying to give you some ideas of what not to do. How do you protect yourself from identity theft? theft? That's the program. You're listening, of course, to KWAM 990 and FM 107.9, Talk Radio for the Mid-South, The Voice. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. The Osgood File. This is Charles Osgood from the Dell Small Business Studios. Can ice cream ever be healthy? It may be an odd question to ask at this time of year, but one brand is attracting more ice cream lovers with a promise of low calories and less guilt, as you'll hear after this. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Time starts now. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Where can you find the answers to these questions? Car crashes are one of the leading killers of U.S. children. Many of those deaths could be prevented by making sure that kids are in the right seat for their age and size. Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Over the summer, Halo Top became the best-selling pint of ice cream in the country. The first Halo Top shop opened last month, and more are planned. Jamie Yukis of CBS News caught up with Justin Wolverton, the founder and CEO. For Justin Wolverton, this was even better than being a kid in a candy store. The Halo Top ice cream CEO was inside an L.A. mall, previewing his company's first offering of soft-serve flavors. <laughs> pretty fun. It's kind of surreal. Just a few years ago, Wolverton was a litigator and hating his career. You just decide to jump off the cliff and take a risk. 
Justin bought an ice cream machine for $20 back in 2011. His homemade creation gave him an idea. It tasted extremely good, even though it didn't have any sugar, it was rich in protein, it was all natural. So I was like, hey, here is my escape from law. He found a partner, Doug Boughton, another disgruntled lawyer, willing to go deep in debt to make ice cream. It hit stores in 2012, but didn't sell. Then they turned to social media. And the key selling point, says Jamie Yugas, became about calories. An entire pint has as many as a single serving of other ice creams. Sales skyrocketed. Of course, dietitians such as Samantha Heller do have their doubts. When the ice cream company can tell you eat the whole thing, it's encouraging bulk eating and binge eating. The company is pushing to keep up with demand, churning out about 650,000 pints a day says Justin Wolverton. It could be the number one selling ice cream in the world. Is that your dream? That is my dream. The Osgood File. This is Charles Osgood. They'll challenge your authority because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. We were about to head home after a bonfire, and Smokey said the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? No kidding. I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. Kidding. Get your Smokey on. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. You should always consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your own specific tax or legal situation. And now, back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. My guest today, Chris Purcell, Nathan Powell. We're talking about something that happens to us, and maybe it hasn't happened to you yet. And it's kind of one of those things that, you know, you say, well, maybe it hasn't, but just wait, it will. That's called identity theft. And, you know, I hope it never does happen to you. But what we're trying to do is share with some things. First of all, we talked about how do you protect yourself from identity theft? What are some warning signs? What are some things you need to be looking at? But let me get back to this guy. Guys, before we took the break, I asked, you know, the question about I just had to update to my iPhone or, or my Android or whatever, or I've just got that new Christmas computer, and I got to get rid of the old one. Chris, tell me what I do. What, what's, I mean, there's so many things you have to do today if you're being sensitive or out of identity there. Sure. I mean, and, and technology is moving fast, so people are going through phones and computers almost every year now, right? Um, so for me, what happens when, when I get a new phone, I have to take mine to work and get it completely wiped, right? Everything is moved out, change the SIM card into the new one. And so, where if I hand you my old phone, and you press the start button, it's just going to say hello, and let's get set up, right? So there's no trace of me whatsoever, no pictures of my family, no old, hey, these were the links that I, were, that I was going to and, and things that I was visiting or passwords or anything like that. You want there to be zero trace that you ever own that computer. You know, I would think that's for you guys. Nathan, is that the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. And, and another thing to be aware of is let's say that, you drop your phone in a pool, like I did, actually. And Just a testimonial? <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, maybe so. <laughs> and I didn't have any case or anything on it, you know, and the, and the phone was ruined. I mean, it can happen in a multitude oh, a moment, of ways. Yeah. You drop it, so it just doesn't turn on anymore. You know, you've got to go get another right. one. You've got it sitting there, it looks good. You say, hey, I could make a couple extra bucks if I throw this on you know, some retail site or sell it to you. You didn't do this, right? People. No, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> I still have mine. <laughs> and... You know, what people don't realize is even though you think you might just be selling it for parts, you know, maybe somebody would take the screen and, and use that. You still have all that information saved on that little tiny hard drive inside of that phone. So, you know, you want to make sure that it is safe to sell to anyone else if you have a phone that is no longer working and you weren't able to back it up. Safe for you. First. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Let, me, let me say this. I would expect you guys to know how to do this. I think we, I would absolutely, 
Now, help me. I'm talking to that person, my grandmother, sure. you know, or, or my mother or somebody that that senior citizen that is, guys, let's just be real, not not as technically sure. savvy as you two guys are. What do they do? How do they get this done? So any any place, let's say she gets a new computer, she should be able to, if she goes to Best Buy or Apple or whatever, Anywhere. she should be able to say, I've got this old computer. I would like to get this wiped and completely done free because... She's probably not going to be as technical, uh, technologically savvy to get in there and move everything oh, yeah. out and do everything. I mean, I'm like not that. sure I could do that. I, you know, it, it's easy for because we have an IT department, right. right? Yeah. But so what you can do is take it to where you're buying your new computer and say, "I would like this to get wiped. Can you wipe it and then give it back to me? Don't leave it with them. Just say wipe it, give it back to me, and then once they give it back to you, turn it on, see if everything's on. Again, if everything is gone, you're going to be fine. Um, and then I would encourage you not to sell those those things and 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 you know there are different outlets that you can go to and say hey i would like this be disposed of properly right um mm-hmm. in trusted places like that that you can do it at but again don't do it with the guy in the alley you <laughs> know or anything like that you got to go to a reputable business to where you're right. getting getting these things done uh and they they've got the departments there to help you with that what about passwords? I mean, I you know so many times I mean you know I look at the, I have a list. I bet it, I have 25 different passwords now i've got one or two that i use a lot but right. it, it's amazing how over the years i've created passwords that if i hadn't had the list i wouldn't even know what they and were and you protect that list correct oh yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> i do i do i actually do but the reality is how do how do you tell people what do you say to them about passwords well i would say you know first off you need to you know have strong unique passwords what's for a strong everything. password what do you mean by you know, strong? let's say let's have at least seven eight characters it's not just like you know the name of your wife and your anniversary year okay. or you know the name of your kids with just some number after it or something like that you what know, about you... one two three four five six seven eight <laughs> it's probably not the best That's choice not... okay of a secure pa- password. Is password a good password <laughs> <laughs> probably not okay. not that either <laughs> okay. you know looking at you know random you know characters you know instead of an s use a dollar sign instead of a you know, just use just a something pound that's sign. unique and right. strong. I like the word strong. Something that's not some, something like one, two, three, four. Right. And something else to think about is, you know, you said, you know, we have these lists now because we have all these different passwords. You don't want to keep the list for all of your passwords just sitting on your computer or, you know, taped to your computer. If your <laughs> phone doesn't lock, you know, it's just in your notes section. You right. can just pull it up anytime you want because that defeats the purpose of having it protected. So, Keep your you know, passwords if you need to help have help organizing them in someplace safe that you know only you know where it is and can access it so that you know they don't fall into the wrong hands. Good point. Yeah, and when we we talked a little bit earlier about social media with these passwords, you know, a lot of people do do they use their daughter's name and her birth date or right. or my or wife's name, name and her and your own name, right? And that information's out there, pretty readily available. If you go on social media and someone says, "Hey, Jim, happy birthday." Oh, I know what day he was born on, and then I can find the year. And now, what if I just use Jim and his birthday, right? right? And and all of a sudden, all these facts are kind of swimming out there with social media of, oh, okay, this is his favorite color, this is his favorite food, and all these things that they can use to reset your password or do those things. So you want to protect what's going on out there. Yeah, and to, and to piggyback off of that, any social media you have, any account that you have, should be private and extremely private so the only people able to access that are the people who have you know if it's facebook they've sent you a friend request and you know who they are and then you've given them access to interact with you because if you don't go into those privacy settings then anyone could just search jim shoemaker or nathan powell or whatever and if it's not you know set to private mode they're going to be able to see my pictures. You know, if people have commented with the names of my wife, children, you know, it's just a bad it's just, situation. It's just a bad yeah. situation. Yeah. I know some of the warning signs that we talk about identity theft. It's if you've after you filed, you know, we got social tax coming right. up, tax, you know, if you file for you and you've been notified by the IRS that there's a, there's something that needs to change. You know, again, you guys said it earlier, but just to remind everybody, if you're filing, and you get a call, this is the IRS. That's not how it works. Right. They send you a letter, and then you go online, the official website. We'll talk about that in a minute. What about debt collectors? Somebody mentioned that, calling about a debt that, you know, do you you talked about, Chris, about somebody said you bought a computer. I've had a guy to call me about buying something in Texas one time, and 
I had no earthly out of what he was talking about. What about that? That's a warning sign. Yeah, it's a warning sign. So, I mean, one of the things that I was able to put together is the guy said he was from the computer company, but it was my email. And so I asked him, which, which email account is it coming from? And he couldn't verify which one it was. And so, again, asking them to verify. But if you get a call saying, hey, this is Macy's, we're seeing your account is purchasing something in Idaho, and you live in Memphis, Tennessee, keep talking. Kind of, you know, Figure these things out. Yeah, and see what's going on. And again, if you don't feel comfortable, hang up the phone, call Macy's directly, and then work it from the back end, from your side. You know, that's tremendously good advice. Bottom line is, uh, be you know, you're not, you hate to be skeptical. But when you get these calls, skepticism is kind of, of a premium in Absolutely. working with someone like this, is making sure you do that. All right, guys, we've got the problem. You know, what do you do if your identity has been stolen? That's kind of the big question that so many people ask. Mm -hmm. And if you just tuned in, my guest, Nathan Powell, Chris Purcell, and that's what we're talking about, identity theft. We're going to work through this and kind of give you some ideas. going to give you some telephone numbers. So you might want to get a piece of paper or pencil to write something down. Of course, if you're driving, don't do that. But you can always come back and listen to this program or call the studio. We can find that out for you. But... Guys, what happens if your identity has been stolen? Start with me, Nathan. What do you do? Sure. So, you know, if, if you've seen one of those warning signs, you're getting calls about debts that aren't yours, you know, any red flag has gone up that we've talked about previously, you know, you've got to respond quickly. You've got to take action quickly. You don't want to just sit around and think, oh, this will work itself out. Something like that. It's, it's time to be proactive. You know, first you want to file a report with the police department. Right. Give them a call. Let the authorities know what has gone on so you can start a paper trail to you know, justify any you know refunds or wrongdoings, anything like and that. And now you talked about earlier, too, Chris said this, that if it's a credit card, call the credit card company. Absolutely. Don't even hesitate. You've got a number on the back of the card or you've got a number stored somewhere. Make that call directly to the credit card company. Talk to someone specifically is what you're talking about. Now, what about if it's an IRS problem? Yeah, if it's an IRS problem and you're getting a call or... You file a return and you get a letter that says, hey, you know, a return has already been filed in your name. That is a massive red flag that someone has stolen your identity. You call the IRS directly, 1-800-366-4484. Give them a call. Talk to them. So you can start working through that problem. Authorities know. The IRS knows. And then you want to notify, you know, really the fraud departments of the three major credit agencies. You got... Equifax, 1-800-525-6285. Experian, 1-888-397-3742. And the third is TransUnion, which is 1-800-680-7289. Those are the agencies that are running credit reports when someone is trying to open up an account or purchase something and you have to have their credit run. They're getting the information from those three places. Let them know. All right. That's the IRS, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And then also the Social Security Administration, if you've got a problem there. Yeah, I mean, if they've taken your Social Security number, you better let SSA know promptly. And that's uh, 1-800-269-0271. Okay, I'm not even going to try to repeat all these that's numbers. Fine. So let me, let me say this to everybody listening. If you want one of those numbers, call our office. A simple number to remember, 757-5757. Ask Jenny. Jenny will give you these numbers. She'll have them at her desk. She is, of course, the lady that answers the phone. 757-5757. She'll help you out from that standpoint and give you those numbers. And uh, I think uh, we'll we'll have those numbers for her to give that. So, guys, let me ask you this. Um, all this going on, everything there, how would you say you need to prevent this? Just bottom line, Chris, closing out this segment of the program, how do you prevent it? What are you, what are you looking for? Even if it's your, let's talk about working with someone like you. Mm -hmm. What do you do? So if, if, one of my clients comes to me and says, hey, Chris, I think this has happened. We're going to obviously look at the accounts that I have with them and try to make sure that nothing, no fraudulent activity has happened in that, and then work with them on all their accounts. Um, get, a, get a credit report from uh, www.annualcreditreport.com. It'll be free. It will show us if there's been any, any things issues. open or anything like that. And if we see something, we're going to recommend, hey, let's get a credit freeze. Let's just stop all credit from coming. Um, that means that even if you decide to go get, you know, uh, a mortgage or try to open up a bank account, your credit is going to be frozen and the institution is going to tell you, we can't, we can't see what your credit is. We're going to, we can't do anything. Right. Um, now you can have that intermittently lifted if you need to set up a bank account or things like that. 
it's just going to be a lot more difficult for you to do it, a lot more steps involved. Um, but again, it's better to be safe than it's, sorry, right? It's better protection. It may be a little bit. I, I actually, when I had to close mine down and shut it down, I was buying a suit one night, and I didn't even realize it. And they said, well, you know, you can get an extra 15% if you open up a credit card with us. I said, well, okay, I'll do that. There you, you go. Know? And, of course, he goes and, you know, he said, uh, he comes back, he said, I, you, you don't qualify a credit card. And I said, no, wait a minute now. He said, well, they won't let me even talk about it. And I said, That's got it. it. Let yep. me go home. They're going to call me. I got three things I got to say to them. Then you could get, I went, came back the next day, got it. But, but that was an extra step. But it was that protection step of, you know, protecting my identity, protecting my credit, and anybody using that. So I know the step process, but it's worth it. And I think what we're trying to say to people is identity theft is real. Be sensitive about it. Don't be naive. Be, I hate the word skepticism, but it is something times when you look at it, what you do with your credit cards and things like that, have a skeptic mentality simply to protect yourself. The person today may be stealing something from you not to use it today, but to use it six months, a year from Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Right. And that happens to you. So here's some things not to take around with you. Your social security card, passport, passwords. <laughs> That's bottom line. No pa- non-password protected phones, checkbooks, too many credit cards, gift cards, and be careful even with receipts. Don't take those things around with you. You've been listening, of course, at this point of the program. We're talking to Chris Purcell and Nathan Powell about identity theft. This, of course, is listening. You're listening to FM 107.9, AM 990, The Voice, talk radio for the Mid-South. When we come back, These guys are going to turn the page, and we're going to talk about the reality around retirement and looking at what various generations need to be doing with retirement. This is Talk Money. Podcasts for Talk Money are available for iOS mobile devices in the iTunes Store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Now, here's Mid-South Weather from News Channel 3 Severe Weather Center. Brought to you by The Crescent Club. Hosting the people and ideas that move Memphis forward for nearly 30 years. Poplar and I-240. Call for a free tour at 901-684-1010. Getting into some sunshine after we see a few clouds today. Your News Channel 3 forecast. Highs in the lower 40s. Southerly winds about 5 miles an hour. Partly cloudy for tonight. Low temperatures dropping to the mid-upper 20s. Southerly winds continue. And for Saturday, mostly sunny with high temperatures returning back to the mid-upper 30s. The 2018 associate memberships are available for purchase at Wedgwood and North Crate. Two championship courses under one grade membership. Call Wedgwood 662-895-7490 to sign up today. With a look at your latest WREG-TV News Channel 3 Severe Weather Center forecast, I'm meteorologist Austin Onik. Stay tuned for much more coming up on The Voice, FM 107.9 and AM 990. When the United States declared war on Germany in 1917, Alvin York faced the greatest crisis of his life. At once a convinced pacifist and a courageous patriot, York struggled to reconcile his duty to his country with his conscience. Persuaded by fellow soldiers that the Allied cause was just, York entered the war determined to make sure his side won. During a battle in northern France, just before the armistice, York went behind enemy lines to take out heavy German machine gun positions. After capturing the headquarters of a German unit and losing some of his comrades in the process, York charged the machine gun nest. None of the German soldiers succeeded in hitting York, who had only his pistol. After killing only six soldiers in the charge, York forced the rest of the unit to surrender, taking 132 prisoners. York was awarded the Medal of Honor for his brave actions, and his story is a reminder to us all of the success that courage brings when it is motivated by conscience. This has been another Mid-South History Moment, brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? 
A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 110 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 600% increase in the last 20 years. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following commercial is sponsored by FeedThePig.org, an organization devoted to helping you save money. We will not entice you with messages like, Lowest prices in town. Dealer approved, certified pre-owned. No obligation consultation. Nor will we brag about our huge selection. Enormous variety. One-stop shopping. Everything under one roof. We'll promise. Prices reduced up to 75%. A sale like this can't go on forever. Factory liquidation. Financing options available. We will offer no contingencies like see store for details prices and participation may vary legal exclusions apply no purchase necessary we'll try to convince you that our product will give you cleaner tighter abs in minutes perfect smile porcelain veneers freedom from those painful embarrassing bunions because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better log on to feedthepig.org find the benefits of saving for every stage of life brought to you by the american institute of certified public accountants and the ad council If you have questions you'd like to have answered on the program, email them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to Talk Money on KWAM 990 FM 107.9. And this is The Voice, of course, talk radio for Memphis and the Mid-South. Nathan Powell, Chris Purcell is my guest. And uh, they are my guests. I guess that's the best way to say that. The other was not good proper English, but that's okay, guys. Here's the thought. We're talking about kind of that idea behind trends in retirement. Seven, 77% of workers are concerned that Social Security is not going to be there. Reality is 50% of the workers say not going to have enough for retirement. So, guys, help me out with this. There's, there's differences that are found with people that, you know, the different ages. So, Chris, I mean, whether it's baby boomers, Generation X, or millennials, what's the differences? Yeah, so we're, uh, like you said, we're dealing with three different generations, mostly now the baby boomers, which would be you, right? Um, Nate's going to be Generation X, and and I barely slide into the millennials, but just for sake of argument, we're going to give it to me, right? <laughs> I'm the youngest looking one in here. Uh, so, oh, oh, come on, guys. Give me something. Um, so baby boomers are looking at, you know, the differences for them is, you know, during mid-career, you had some people had pensions, but then 401k started to come on prevalently for people. And so you saw that career shift for them. Um, they've had the least amount of time to recover from the most recent recession. And medium household retirement savings is around $147,000. So just to give you a little bit of what we're looking at for baby boomers, Generation X is the first generation to have full access to 401k for the majority of their career, right? So they got their first job, 401k, pretty much all the way through. Just over one in 10 are confident they'll be able to fully retire. Um, so that's a little bit scary for, for Nate and his generation. Um, median household retirement savings is 69,000. While that's down from baby boomers, we'd expect it because there's less time to work, obviously, sure. right? Uh, and then you look at the millennials. Uh, there's a strong do-it-yourself mentality. You know, hey, let's build a house. Let's we can do it ourselves. Let's do our own investment savings, all that stuff. That's really resonates with that generation of doing stuff themselves. Um, and the primary source of retirement income again is going to be self-funded or come through four hundred one ks. And again, household medium retirement savings for this group is thirty one thousand. Obviously, down again because why? Less time, right? Um, but I think in all three of these things, one of the things that you're seeing. One of the common trends is what you said earlier, worried about retirement, not knowing if there's going to be enough money in there. Is Social Security going to be around for me? Those are kind of, you know, different trends for all three of those generations. 
Nathan, what would you tell people of those that are listening right now? What are some st- steps, some steps that they need to take to long-term sure. success? Yeah, if we were going to boil them down to just a few, just you know, let's take some action today. First would just be start saving for retirement now, immediately. Don't put it off anymore. Don't put it off. You, know, you will never be sad that you saved more money right. in the long run. Never seen that happen in my experience. Um, also, whenever you're looking for new jobs, especially looking at Gen X and millennials, think about retirement benefits as part of your total compensation. You know, are you going to be a W-2 employee and have access to a company plan? Are you going to be 1099 and need to do something on your own? You know, will there be a company match you can participate in? These should be big um, decision factors when looking at a new job, not just solely what salary can I get from these folks versus these folks. But there are so many more moving parts there that it's really great to talk to someone to help think through the right decisions there. Um, Another would be if you have an employer sponsor plan, participate in it. You know, get that company match, you know, at a minimum. You know, that's free money from your employer. They're going to match your contributions of what they're doing in there, right? So, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. So don't, just if you're putting it together, if you've got a match, get the match. Absolutely. Don't 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 leave that on the table. Right. Last one I would say is, this is really for baby boomers, especially that are moving into retirement currently, calculate your expenses in retirement and don't forget to include inflation. If you are on a fixed income, then inflation can greatly affect your purchasing, your power, your ability to buy the lifestyle that you're wanting to live through your retirement years. So seek some advice. Guys, you've just, you know, ran a bunch of stuff through a lot. If you need to talk to these guys, Nathan Powell, Chris Purcell, give them a call, 757-5757. Whether it's retirement planning or identity theft, they've done a great job of helping us understand what's going on. You're listening, of course, to The Voice, FM 107.9, AM 990, talk radio for the Mid-South. Thank you for listening. We're here every week helping you make the most of your money. This is Talk Money. Talk Money is produced by Greg Ratliff. Guest and content coordination, Francis Fortner. Production assistant, Eleanor Moskovitz. Compliance officer, Tommy Armstrong. Mid-South History Moment, Rebecca Brashear and Drew Johnson. We'll see you next week on Talk Money. Jim Shoemaker, Nathan Powell, and Chris Purcell are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc., securities dealer, member FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Latrice McClinn is a registered representative. 